0: Welcome back to survival of the fittest du jour. I'm Chef Roberto I some like spicy, spicy stuff for you today. Right? It is winter. You know, you have to ask yourself, like this, you know, the holidays are over, We're going right into the, uh, to, to the Valentine's Day. Are you ready for Valentine's Day? The supposedly the busiest day in all of the restaurants in America. They say that more people dine and the three days... The two days prior and the two days after Valentine's Day than any other time of the year. Even the holidays. Even, you know, any holiday you can think of. <laughs> okay, I just didn't want to get into all those different holidays. But it is Valentine's Day. And people go out and, you know, I'm not sure if if you really have to try so hard to impress people. Because I, I, th- I think the whole point is to kind of be lovey-dovey. And to uh, you know, I'm so bad at it myself because I've always been in the kitchen and I've always kind of said, Here you go, here's your game. I've never been the one sitting at a Valentine's meal. Let me think about that. Is that true? Oh my goodness, I've been cooking that long, and like it's like New Year's Eve. Rare the time I can tell you I've had a New Year's Eve where I've been off not cooking. Uh, rare times that I could tell you that I've not been cooking on Valentine's Day. So that's coming. I hope all your chefs are ready. I hope everyone's ready to go with that one. You know, a little chocolate desserts, a little chocolate hearts, blah, 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 blah. all the aphrodisiac menus and everything. Put them all together because Valentine's is coming fast and it is the busiest restaurant day in America. Uh, in, uh, in in america the busiest restaurant day now of course you can hear that uh you know my dogs always as soon as as soon as this mic gets turned on it's like they have this sensor that they know it's time to start like being loud and doing things that i just kind of want to touch i don't know maybe it's the tone i use because this is like my radio tone you know this i mean i don't know if i i, I don't think i i go to public you know the supermarket or 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 anywhere and have this kind of tone you know maybe i do i don't know but whatever uh, but i think as soon as the dogs hear this they're just like oh yeah it's that time it's time he's loud i'll be loud let's be loud you know so that's that's what that is in case you hear that um and if you don't well then you're just hearing me rattle on about valentine's day and of course all the the good things that come in the new year and certainly our new season of survival of the fittest is the soup to shore My question, though, lately has been, mm -hmm, what has happened to food television? Where is it? Now, I mean, I love it. I love television. I love television history. You know, we can go on all day about how much I love TV. And it's not about being on TV. It's about television itself. You know, it's history, the... um, The production side of it the entertainment side of it uh, you know all the grit that goes with it you know everything the stars the works i love tv i mean not to say i don't love motion picture industry you know and superstars but tv is like tv is television you know it's it's it it was so much more part of our lives because it was in our house it wasn't like having to go to the theater you know, to um, to 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 be entertained by major motion picture industry. You know, it was in your house. It was part of the family. It was watching Johnny Carson. It was it was you know watching Julia Child. It was watching uh, watching. All these different chefs. Sorry about that. I was just kind of got over here with the dogs. Of course, uh, Jacques Pepin. You know, we were watching all these different chefs on television. Uh, great chefs of the southeast. Oh no, of the yeah, was it that? Yeah, yeah. Or the or the southwest. Great chefs of the southwest. Great chefs of New York. That was a series on PBS. You know, and then the Food Network happened, and it revolutionized food television as entertainment and some superstars came out of the food network you know superstars who who kind of went into different i mean not necessarily like didn't ever like quit being a chef or left the industry although i'm sure some have i but like like bobby flay for example bobby flay was in in an episode of entourage you know but he was bobby flay and i thought that was just so amazing that you know that bobby flay no, a cook's cook, but a cook was on a, a show like that, you know, that was that known for entertainment purposes. As a chef, of course, and I and I truly believe Bobby Flay is a great chef. Super, over the top. Because he's done it, and there's no one who's going to tell him different. <laughs> but um, it's like all of a sudden you know with the way the world has gone i don't know you know tv's changed. you know on demand you know obviously you know online the podcast all these different things have kind of swayed people's what entertains them what they want to sit and listen to or watch and they want it when they want it and i asked after what has happened to food television where are all these food stars these days you know and what are they doing i'm sure they made plenty of money so i mean money sometimes this goes beyond money i mean for me it's always been about the kitchen you know i think that's what kind of gotten the way of a lot of other things i could have done in life is because i truly love being in the kitchen it's one of those things in my life that i i can't get enough of to this day and um you know but i wonder if a lot of the chefs just return to the kitchen or or are they waiting for the Food Network to come back? And not that it left, but it just doesn't have that same, like, you know, that it did, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago. I mean, no TV has, does anymore. I mean, none of the big three either. I mean, we saw that, and I think Food Network and the cable channels, they're the ones who kind of put the hurt on the big three, you know, NBC, CBS, ABC, the big, you know, the networks, network TV. And, you know food network i i just i have to ask myself wonder what's happening you know you'd almost you'd almost want to believe that they've been able to kind of you know take on some podcast take on some different you know just a different approach to entertaining people you know i mean being such a big media company and you know i enjoyed working with them i thought they were super nice super professional um you know make you feel like a star always you know so that was always very exciting but uh i hope to see them come back i hope to see you know food tv really kind of become dominant again you know i have always loved game shows you know I, anyone who knows me knows that you know and i've always kind of believed that you could bring in uh game shows to food television and i, I guess guy fieri did it with the uh, guy's grocery games but you know that's kind of almost like a rehash i think of of like iron chef or even chopped you know but just kind of bringing it you know to run around a supermarket to get ingredients which is genius don't get me wrong but i don't know you know i almost prefer a dating game newlywed game i've always thought the newly game newly the original newlywed game was just hilarious because people would be like you know (laughs) It's just silly stuff. And I always thought that it would be like something exciting to have a newlyweds talk and maybe cook about their favorite dishes and maybe or maybe discuss their favorite dish out of, well, one's out in a, you know in a soundproof booth, while the other one discuss you know who likes to cook or what they like to cook, and then bring them out and sort of see how they mix it up, and then maybe even get them in the kitchen. Who knows? But that's what I was thinking about. Where has food TV gone? And uh, maybe those are questions we leave for, uh, uh, you know, people to share with us. Maybe someone in the industry can answer, help answer the question. You know, I, I've always been a big fan of radio, you know. And, and, and I don't know if podcasts, uh, on demand podcasts have kind of taken the place of radio. I don't know. You know, maybe. You know, it seems to be very popular ra- radio. You know, and, and coming from, you know, California, growing up in a very Latin American environment where radio is, is key. You know, and then moving to Puerto Rico and living as long as I did in Puerto Rico for so many, so many, so many years. And radio, I mean, to this day, radio is key in Puerto Rico. And I have to honestly say the newspaper industry is still very solid in Puerto Rico. So, I mean, not, not as solid, don't get me wrong, but it's still there, you know, and they still produce newspapers. But radio is still very strong in, in 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 puerto rico so i'm wondering if more podcasts are coming out of puerto rico i know there's a lot of political stuff that comes out of puerto rico and that's good too you know but uh you know i'm wondering if if more chefs because i know that the the people who are doing like podcasts and sort of like youtube channels coming out of puerto rico are, are awesome so I imagine the the podcast are gonna be just as good. I've also found a lot of people here in Orlando that seem to be super entertaining. I can't believe the comedic genius that some of these young uh I guess TikTokers and Instagrammers have. They're just hilarious. And it, it's reminiscent of old Latin American TV that I used. I've always loved. Once again, going back to the TV the love of television, but Latin, Latin American television is distinctly different from North American, Anglo Saxon style TV. And uh it's just some of these TikTokers and some of these uh Instagrammers just remind me of that sort of silly double on sort of sexual style you know always bring in the realities of everyday life of everyday latino life to the table you know uh you know wonderfully rough relationships to the table <laughs> but um i think that's exciting stuff too so i i think there's just a wealth of talent coming out with just you know, it used to be impossible. I mean, there was a time where you had to be discovered by an agent on a back Hollywood lot or serving coffee, and you know, at the Brown Derby to be discovered, you know, and or then, it, it, it you know, you, you had to go in the 70s and 80s. It was just, just, everybody wanted to be a star, so you had to go through extreme, like, you know, casting calls and things, and, you know, and now it's so open to anybody who's, can either you know put a podcast out there, or 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 a YouTube channel, and really the level, the exposure that the talent has out there now is so incredible that I think we we score, you know, as 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 a public looking to be entertained because we all, or it's a human nature to want to be entertained. We have everything literally at our our at. On our phones, you know, and our and our phones connect to our cars. So we're just completely engaged, you know, in, in, in what's going on with, I think, people's level of entertainment and culturally what they're trying to share. And I've just been here in Orlando. I've just been blown away by a lot of these young Latin, whether they're Puerto Ricanos or Dominicanos or Mexicanos or, or Colombianos, you know, just putting out some seriously funny and some seriously good content and i think that's what's exciting and it, none of it's long it's super short form super cool and i think that's what uh, i think that's why we're living a very exciting time right now for all of us you know and, and anyone who once again i always like to inspire people in the kitchen but at the same time this is a good time to inspire people to to do things i was talking to uh, a one of my cooks who who like he's not a dj but he's the guy who always has the playlist for the kitchen you know what i mean and i was doing some research and on spotify they actually you can actually like put together a playlist and because you know they allow you to be able to play the music while you speak and and you're sort of a dj almost and you can put out your playlist on spotify like that i think that's so cool you know where you're actually talking in between the songs and you're just like you know you can put it out there and i was just thinking like you know how this this guy who like puts together playlists every week for us in the kitchen you know he could put together the playlist for hundreds of kitchens out there you know and hopefully you know and maybe kitchens uh you you could actually become like legendary dj for kitchens you know whether you do a playlist that is more you know ranchero based where you have a lot of mexican cooks and or you know far more reggaeton style modern style urban style music which is kind of you know going kind of like really mixing it up going from puerto rico and i have to say came from puerto rico obviously in the dominican republic as well you know into like colombia and venezuela mexico i mean everyone is doing it and i i just think that this urban style is it's you know, it's definitely dominant and certainly doing good things. So it goes way back from you know like Daddy Yankee and and, and Alberto Stiley Playero. You know, we're going we're coming like full swing into guys like Nathaniel. You know, Cano and uh, you know and um, El Alfa and these guys who are just killing it. You know, and and uh, of course Osuna. You know, Osuna's always he's just got that. He, but he's like silk. You know, there's other people, there's like rough reggaetoneros, urban singers out there, but no, Osuna's like silk. So you got to give them that, you know, and uh, that's, a, that's nice. But um, it's exciting. So I'm wondering, uh, you know, once again, get a playlist together for your kitchen. <laughs> not me, not the chef, somebody. And, and, you know, get out there and record yourself and share your ideas. Don't hold back you know just don't hold back don't hold back that's for sure i mean and anything anything you want to do um you know oh yeah you know and another thing you know and i think what i like about this one artist and he just announces his, his new tour and he's coming to orlando bad bunny I, you know lately he's been hitting the wine and the dining and he kind of sits there and he's very chic about it i love it it's so cool you know so we'll be looking for bad bunny escuchate hermano we're looking for bad money to open a restaurant. Right? They could be pretty wild. If you I mean if if it's anything like him or what he kind of like like the that style he puts out there for his public, I think if he would put together a pretty wild restaurant. So, you know, that would be exciting to to look for. So, yaloite, Bad Bunny, oye, hermano, tiene que tenerte lo Oye, métirate allí algo chévere allí. Ladies and gentlemen, as usual, it's always a pleasure to be here to share all these ideas with all of y'all and and hear what you have to say. Greetings to everybody from New York to LA, Puerto Rico, Mexico, everyone around the world. We've heard from people in Japan, Argentina, España, and we love it so keep it up send us your messages remember we're on all platforms you'll find us on every platform known to humanity we're on instagram at chef roberto Trevino. we're at on twitter at chef Trevino, and everywhere else you need to find us you know how it is you just google it I, <laughs> that's become a, that's another trendy thing just google it it's a political thing now okay so, ladies and gentlemen, remember, survival of the fittest is the soup du jour. I'm Chef Roberto Trevino. I'm cooking for you every week, every week on this podcast. So we'll see you soon. Cuídanse.